Hello and welcome to Make It Rain. I'm your host, a person who can't think of a funny name because I've been on vacation for two weeks and nothing matters anymore. And I'm Elizabeth. <laughs> I'm back. Welcome back. Thank you. I've uh, It's been a while. I missed you so much. I missed you too. No offense to Sarah. She did a great job while you were away. Sarah was a star. She is a star. Uh, but no, I want. I missed you. I wanted to hear all about your trip. That's well, our other podcast. Yeah. <laughs> and now on to today's topic, my trip. Uh, no, that would be horrible. No one wants to hear about that. Today we're talking about something very near and dear to the heart of many. Not really me. Not me. Not me. But <laughs> we're going to talk about christenings, particularly that of mm, tiny baby Prince Louis. Yeah. So Prince Louis, the... 11-week-old little nugget that we saw joy. two minutes after he was born. I don't even know if they bathed him when they brought him out of the hospital. No, he looked pretty bloody. <laughs> Hillary. It's true. Uh, so, yeah, he's getting uh, baptized on July 9th. It's been confirmed. At 4 p.m. At 4 p.m. Which we, we both wrote down on our pieces of paper. Apparently, there's going to be a live stream of I it. I thought you were going to say a live band. I bet. Would be <laughs> Could you imagine? Um, so yeah, so Prince Louis is going to go for a little dip and some little holy water. <laughs> but for the royals, this is a pretty big deal. For your run-of-the-mill human getting baptized, going into the arms of Jesus Christ himself <laughs> or whatever. I don't know. I got baptized. No one no one had a big to-do about that. I just went and it happened. I don't really remember much. I was baptized <laughs> when I, I think I was like six months old. My parents wanted to make sure I looked... Like a discernible girl. So they put Important. me like in a big frilly dress mm-hmm. and like bows in my hair. And we had like a big party. There was photos of a cake apparently. But I think, you know, for a lot of people, baptisms are a big deal. Yeah, they definitely are. And I mean, for the royal family, it's obviously a huge thing. Like when, you know, both Prince George and Prince Princess Charlotte were baptized. It was a huge event. We kind of saw like a lead up for a month in advance. And the thing with these events are that it's often the first glimpse of the little baby we get since their birth, which for royal fans is a big deal too. It is. And we haven't really seen much of Louis. Obviously, we saw Kate soon after giving birth at the royal wedding. We've seen pictures of George and Charlotte as they play. But I mean, he's still pretty tiny to be toting around they did release some portraits on Charlotte's birthday. Of her giving him a smooch. Yeah, which were sweet, but I need me some more baby times. I, I'm kind of over the wedding hype, and now I'm already on to baby. Well, anyone's you're gonna baby. It. You're going to get it soon. So should we just dive in? Yeah, let's just dive in like Louis will go- dive into the water source from the River Jordan. That's actually one of the... Segway. <laughs> Speaking of rivers, I don't know anything. Uh, Yeah, so little little prince is going to be baptized in water from the River Jordan. Not your run-of-the-mill poor people water, but... Not even holy water. Not even just water that a priest blasts to make holy water. From the river. Exactly from the river. One of the fun facts is that when Prince William was baptized, they ran out of holy water. So he was baptized with tap water. That's why he's such a handsome devil. Maybe that's why his hair didn't grow. Oh, no. Satan's cursed him with 
guy. But you know I love my bald bay. I love him. I like, know you do. I, I don't get it. He's got that big dick sure. energy that is making the news. I don't want to talk about this. I, I feel like it's topical and relevant to our lifestyle fans. Mm. So Google it if you're not sure what that is. Maybe not at work, but I think <laughs> Prince William has it. And uh, I think we can blame that tap water for his uh, lack of hair. Moving on. Leave that in. <laughs> Moving on. Okay, so they get the babies. Only babies are getting christened in this this situation. Although, I mean, Meghan Markle was baptized into the Church of England right before her wedding. She was. Um, do you think that Prince Louis will get a nice silver cross bracelet from Burks? Maybe. Um, I kind baby of hope- Burks. Baby Burks. Is that a thing? I don't know. Brand it. Um, I kind of hope he gets some better gifts. Uh, royals don't actually have to be baptized at, uh, where is it, St. James's Palace. A lot of royal babies have been baptized there, uh, specifically in the 17-inch high silver gilt, gilt? Yeah, that's a word, lily font, <laughs> which was made specifically for Queen Victoria's children, and it's usually kept in the vault with the crown jewels. I guess that's at the Tower of London. I believe that's where they all are. So I guess they wheel it out. <laughs> Prince William and Prince Harry, they were baptized at Buckingham Palace, but, you know, this baby's going to go to St. James's Palace like the rest of his uh, his brothers and sister. The christening is interesting because it usually kind of, it marks an occasion where there's usually like some kind of happening or like usually when there's the portrait from it, it's like, the first time that this has happened, for example, when Prince George was christened, it was the first time I think that four generations of royals were pictured in the same christening photo, which is cool. And I assume that if Meghan and Harry are part of it this time, which I don't know if they usually are part of the christening photo, but I would think it would be the first time that a non-white person has been featured in the christening photos. Yeah, I think that which could be cool. The terms biracial. Non-white. Non-white. I wanted to point out, I want everyone to know that I'm not being racist. I am saying that everyone in the royal family is white. Yeah, they they shouldn't be. Well, now they're not. So rock on. Yeah. So like Prince Harry and Meghan's uh, wedding portraits made history, these portraits will. I think the last ones that we saw was, uh, did have Kate Middleton's parents in them. Mm -hmm. But I think the reason why it made history was because it had four heirs in it. Was that it? I think so. Because, you know, you've got Queen Bibbs, Uncle Chuck. Which is, <laughs> they were airing on the side of caution with that. They were. <laughs> and it's so I think like we're going to see, hopefully we just see some nice photos. It's not, you know, what was that guy's name? Alexi, Alexi Lubinsky. The they're cool like, photograph. Yeah, the cool guy. photographer from Instagram. <laughs> Maybe they're just like leaning up against steps, which is very on brand for Harry and Meghan. That'd yeah, be, that'd be like a fun little it, twist. If they just like propped Louie up on like, could you I don't know, imagine? Maybe by the basin or something. I Kinda don't even like know if a, an eleven week old can prop their head up. I don't know. Maybe with a little pillow or something. Like a little like airplane neck pillow. Yeah, <laughs> but like done up, kind of with some ornate detailing. Speaking of ornate detailing, what's <laughs> baby Lou gonna wear? Well, let me tell you. This is something that I have long questioned, this this royal christening gown, just because I think it looks creepy. It looks like a creepy Victorian doll, dead kid baby gown. But we've already said that they always dress Prince George like a Victorian-era ghost. Yeah, I know. But this is like, it's not just a, a Victorian ghost. It's a 
haunted doll from a... It's Annabelle. It's Annabelle. Yeah. But worse. <laughs> My personal fears aside, this christening gown has kind of been used since the 1800s. Basically, it um, has been used since 1840, but in the early 2000s, they decided that this old-ass gown was just too old, and so they made a replica. Instead of updating something nice, nicer, more chic, perhaps, like, maybe it was, in, I think it was in 2004, so they could do, like, like monogram, different colored Louis Vuitton or something, like, you could have had a lot of options Baby in 2004. Gucci. Baby Gucci. Really, the possibilities were endless, but they went with this replica of the haunted gown. Yeah. And they still use it. So, a hundred, it was used for 163 years, this gown. And so, Prince Charles wore it, Prince William wore it. I guess it was supposed to be like a white color. Now it's kind of like like yellow, a pea yellow. A lot of babies have let loose in this gown. That is true. Do you think, oh gosh, this isn't even on our plan. Do royal babies wear cloth nappies or do they wear like pampers? Uh, I would think they wear cloth nappies because they have to be environmentally conscious because they're royals. That's, I mean, it just seems less efficient to have a cloth cloth Look, diaper. you're preaching to the choir. It's, I don't, I don't want one. To, I don't want to think about one, but. Maybe they use them. I would just use Pampers or some el- some other like high end British Harrods nappy Harrods yeah. brand of diapers. Mm-hmm. That's just I all of a sudden was come, like overcome with questions. With I need joy. to know. Let's talk about the gift. Gifts. What do you get? What do you get? The royal baby. What do you get? The baby that's got everything. I feel like when my goddaughter was baptized, I bought her a pair of diamond earrings because I was like, oh, wow, like, that's nice. Yeah, but like we're, get that. we're Italian and you always get like your, I feel like you get a bulk of your jewelry as a, as a kid when you're, understandable. Yeah, when you're little. So it was either a gold cross, which I wasn't really going to get, or it was diamond earrings. I just went for the diamond earrings. But I assume that for Prince Louis, maybe you get him like a silver rattle or a platinum rattle or something like that. Yeah. Prince George got a box. So he did get a box. <laughs> That's good. What kind of box did he get again? Oh, uh, he got a wood box a for hand, toys. A handcrafted <laughs> pine toy box. Yeah, that's what I said. And then someone made a charitable charitable donation. That's probably the best route to go. I'd be like, I donated to the UK ASPCA <laughs> in your name. All for you, Prince Louis. <laughs> All for you, Prince Lou. <laughs> Coming up, we will talk about why Prince Louis will have so many godparents and just what makes the Church of England different. Don't leave us. This is something that's pretty interesting. How many godparents do you have? One that I talked to. Okay. I think I have two, but one's my grandma, who's like, <laughs> love you, Grams, if you're listening. Your grandma was your godmother? Yes. Who's I was your godfather. My uncle. Weird. Not related to my grandma. See, I always thought that godparents were, I know it's supposed to be for like spiritual guidance or whatever, 
But secretly, I always imagined it like a rom-com where, like, if my friends died, I'd have to take over and raise my kids' friend, like, my friend's kids. I think that was a rom-com starring Life Hil- Hilary Duff. I know. Was, there was Raising Helen starring Kate Hudson. Oh, that was it. Then yep, there was Life as We Know It starring Katherine Heigl before everything went to shit. <laughs> but that's what I thought godparents were. Mm-hmm. My parents didn't choose people in our family. They chose like best friends, which was kind of tricky because now I don't talk to one of them. And then like one came back into our life, my life like 25 years later. But the good news is for royals, you have a plethora of royal godparents to choose from. And they pick a lot of them. Like I think Prince George has six, six, seven, eight, 10, 20? Prince George... (laughs) Princess Charlotte, uh, no, Prince George, Prince William, and Prince Harry all have six each. I don't even have, no, I do have six. That's a lot to keep track of. But like six different friends for each kid. Do they double up? Like are some of Prince, Princess Charlotte's godparents also the godparents of Prince George? I don't know. I don't know either. We know that Prince William and Prince Harry, they have godchildren, like quite a few, and they Mm -hmm. were in the royal wedding. But I just feel like, you know, it's kind of special when your friend asks you and only you to be the godparent. I like cried my eyes out. I'm not even religious, but I was up there on the altar, like looking at the congregation like this bitch is queen for the day and I'm her godmother. So <laughs> so you're the queen mother. I am the queen mother. Like, I, I, honestly, it was like I was on stage. I was beaming. Even when my goddaughter Evie like gave the stink eye to the priest, I was like, she already knows what's up. Like, that's what was. It was a proud day for me. So I can imagine that these people feel proud too. I would think so. And um, like you said, they have a plethora of people to pick from. One thing I'm interested in, this is, this is a tangent. I'm thinking ahead to when Harry and Meghan have children. And I wonder if when they pick the godparents, it's kind of tangently royal related. Like it's not like they just pick run of the mill street people. Right. The the commoners like us. But I do wonder if, you know, like Meghan Markle has a lot of friends who are of celebrity nature and our treasurer Jessica Mulrooney, uh, who is basically her best friend. So I'm wondering, this is obviously in the future, but I wonder if they'll kind of like break the mold again with who they pick for their godparents. I think they would because, I mean, number one, not that I mean, obviously people will care, but it doesn't have to be as strict with, as we've seen, that they Mm -hmm. can like ease up on the rules with Harry and Meghan. But one of the things that I was reading when I was looking at this is that they're kind of selecting like their confidants for their kids to grow up with Mm -hmm. and for them as well. I don't think that, or maybe I'm wrong, maybe now that Meghan's in this world of like, these are the go-to people who you know won't spill your secrets, are Harry's friends her friends, or is she making her own friends? Maybe Amal Clooney will be there. I could imagine, like, Amal is, Amal is the godmother. Could you imagine? Ugh, what a treat. <laughs> if she was my godmother, can you imagine the guidance you'd get from that woman? Spiritual or legal? I'm doing thumbs up right now. You can't see it because it's, it's a podcast, but... Wow. Thumbs up. <laughs> yeah, but um, that's a good point. We're going to see Harry and Meghan there, and then that's right before they go on their Ireland tour. Mm-hmm. Should we, I guess we'll save this for another episode. We'll but, save this for another episode. Yeah, we'll save it for another episode. But they've got a busy couple of weeks coming up, which is all kicked off by this little baby. Here's the reason why 
the royal christening is a big deal because for the Church of England, the supreme head of the church is ultimately the queen. And for, you know, when the queen dies and it's Prince Charles who becomes king, then he's going to be head of the Church of the Church of England. So this is kind of like they're the template for how they want the rest of their followers to live. And that's why religion is very ingrained in, you know, they go to church every Sunday. There you have to be a, basically an example for everyone else. Mm-hmm. I kind of have mixed feelings about religion, institutionalized religion as in general, but I always thought growing up Catholic, you think like, we're the right way, guys. Mm-hmm. Church of England, they're just like weirdos. Option B. Like, that's what they went for. So I wanted to find out what really were the main differences of the Church of England and Catholicism. Other than, you know, Henry, what was it? King Henry or the whatever. The fat one. <laughs> the King eighth. Hen- the eighth. The fat one with all the wives that he the killed. Fa- exactly. Right. The only okay. reason why Church of England exists is that he couldn't get a divorce uh, as a Roman Catholic. So he split with... Catholicism effectively became the head of the church. So in uh, the Church of England, you can be divorced. As of 1994, women can be ordained priests. You still can't do that if you're a Catholic, right? Right. You can't do that. Uh, In 2002, the Church of England allowed for openly gay people to become priests so long as they're celibate. Hmm. Uh, in 2016, the church agreed to offer ceremonies for same-sex marriages so long as you're married civilly. And then in 2017, the Church of Scotland, which is under the umbrella, decided to have same-sex weddings in its church. So it seems a little more progressive than Catholicism. Yeah, I was going to say, like, I don't know a ton about the Church of England, but I mean, like, Catholicism is quite... um, conservative for lack of a a, PC way to put it yes and as someone who was raised Catholic just like you I was like well this is the the best of the bunch I guess like if I have to have a religion this one sounds good but I I truly would have thought that the Church of England was even more conservative or like less accepting so it's um it's interesting to see that it's not I mean, I think if we see anything from history, it was the Catholicism's unwillingness to bend on divorce was like kind of clue that Church of England would be like, we're just going to edit that out. We're just going to like make some revisions. But I guess as far as some sects of Christianity go, Church of England is slowly progressing. So maybe little Prince Louis will be raised in something a little bit more modern. Yeah, hopefully. That'd be cool. Yeah, so uh, really big day. It's going to be a big show. going to be a big show, and um, I bet that Kate will debut a new cream-colored Alexander McQueen coat dress. She's worn them both at both She's times. She's worn them both times. Um, Meghan Markle will wear her new weirdly curled royal hair, which yeah. we don't like, um, and probably something in pale pink. And yeah. uh, Will will... Will will... Will will continue to be bald. Did you see the video of him playing soccer though today? <sighs> Mama like it. Mama I don't like know what's wrong with you. I think, and I'll maybe we'll have a whole episode dedicated to this. <laughs> to why I'm rooting for William. I'm not rooting against him. I just think that he's a dweeb. Yeah, but like again, <laughs> Mama like Mama likes it. I like that he like was super hot, then kind of lost it. 
and now is like coming back. into his own. It's kind of like Shrek. Like, with a, <laughs> no, I'm just follow me here. Follow me here. No, I'm with you. Princess Fiona was like super hot. Then it turns out she's an ogre too, but she's going to rock it. And it made her a better person. I feel like him being bald made him a better person. Are you, <laughs> are you saying that Kate has become an ogre? All I'm saying is she sees the true him and the potential. And it's good thing that baldness comes from the mother's genes because it looks like, oh, no, her brother is bald. No, her brother is not bald. Balding. Balding adjacent. I guess. But Harry's balding as well. Yeah. The royals got to fix their genes. That's all I got to say. Well, now we have new fresh blood with Maggie. Go forth. But her, well, her mom looks like she's got some fine hair yeah i don't know anything about her grandparents how did this segue into balding patterns i I don't i don't know all i'm saying is i will dive deep into my love of prince william which is very new like it only happened in a dream like maybe like three weeks ago (laughs) and now it's but we're making up for lost time and i feel good about it okay uh cue up i'm a believer from the shrek soundtrack so good okay smash mouth version well yeah and then you just go into all star which is Another very good Smash Mouth song. He's my (laughs) all-star. Anyway, okay. Well, you guys can can catch all the action at the uh, christening. Elizabeth will be salivating over weird Prince William. And I'll be... I'm only watching for professional reasons. Okay. (laughs) Tell yourself that. Um, So that's all on July 9th at 4 p.m. Yes. I think next week we're going to... Finish our book club. So. We're gonna do. We're gonna get into reading because we can read. We can read. <laughs> so stay tuned for that. Be sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Yahoo Style CA to stay up to date on our book club and all of our royals content. And don't forget to check us out and review us with uh, many of five star ratings on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, really wherever you listen to your treasured podcasts. That's it for us this week. Okay, well, I guess we'll we'll see you guys later. Bye! A Brighter World. That's a song I wrote called A Brighter World. (laughs) By me.